1: I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf and you are listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast, episode 61.
0: You are listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with Dr. Abby Metcalf. Change your relationship even if your partner won't do a thing.
1: We are really racking up the episodes, my friends. I am so excited this week because I'm doing my TED Talk in just a few days. Oh my gosh, I'm really nervous too. Uh, If you have any love to send, please do (laughs) to help me calm my nerves. I'll be posting some stuff on Instagram um, and Facebook, a little behind the scenes action about my terror Um, (laughs) and, and, you know, getting ready and what it's like and all that. So uh, hopefully you guys can, um, if you don't follow me on either of those, please do. And you can, I don't know, give give me some love. I would totally appreciate it. All right. But let's jump in. So today's podcast is for you. If this scenario sounds familiar, you've set up the carpools for the kids for the week. You've shopped for and made dinner, and this was difficult because of little Jimmy's recently diagnosed gluten allergy. You've emailed back and forth all day about some things you needed to do for a PTA meeting on Wednesday. You stopped and picked up your partner's dry cleaning, and you scheduled a guy to take down the big tree whose roots have made your driveway look like a skate park. Then your hubby gets home and thinks it's a good idea. He gets home from his business trip, let's say early, and he thinks it's a good idea to sneak in some sex before you all have to go pick up the kids from their respective sports practices. You're exhausted you're all, I mean, already like, you know, feeling done and you still have a full night of kids, homework, baths, and more emails, and you've time managed yourself down to the second to get all this done. And you did not factor in sex with your partner. When you rebuff his advances, he complains, you never want to have sex anymore. You don't make time for me. You're pissed and you quickly start to tick off your long list of all the things you've done today, all the things we just mentioned. If this is you, you want to keep listening because I'm coming at you with week two in our month of talking about the real problem in your relationship, competition. And uh, again, that's what my TED Talk is about, and uh, where I'm I'm doing a deep dive. So today we're going to focus on how all this competing and keeping score stops you from listening and creates disconnection with your partner. So we're, we're going to break that down, and as always, I'm going to give you um, some great tips for make, making that better. And before we jump in, I do want to ask, uh, I'm going to do a quick ask, that if you haven't uh, left a review for my podcast yet, I would really appreciate it. The more reviews we have, uh, you know, it's social proof, right? People see it and they go, oh, this is actually good. I should be listening to this. Um, but it's also something that helps them know if the podcast is for them. I don't want to waste anyone's time. So if you can leave a review of what you feel, what you learned, or wh- why you think it's good, why you're sitting here listening to me now, I I am eternally grateful for those, eternally, eternally. So uh, please, if you can do that, I would so appreciate it. Make a little note in your calendar. Uh, And the second thing I'm going to do is I've been doing a little listener highlight each podcast because I am so appreciative when you guys do leave these reviews or even when you send them in to me, sometimes you email them to me, which I really appreciate. You'll just like email like, thanks, Abby. That was great, whatever. Uh, And today I'm going to give a shout out to Robert K. from right here in Oakland, California. Oaktown, sing it up for Oaktown for right here in Oakland, California. And he said, I found out about your podcast about a month ago from my therapist, and now I feel guilty because I feel like I don't need to see her anymore because I've been binging on your stuff, using your tips, and I'm already seeing changes for the better. Joking, not joking. You're awesome and I'm grateful for everything you're putting out there. Thank you, Robert. That is really kind. I appreciate it. Please don't stop seeing your therapist. I think (laughs) this is is in no way a substitute for therapy. I want to be really clear about that. Uh, But thank you for the kind words. I really appreciate them. All right, so let's go back to that scenario I just started talking about, right? you know your home and and again, I did this like a a woman with a the guy coming home from work. This could be switched, you could be a guy listening, like Robert, you know you you get the picture though. so think about it, think about that little scenario. Have you ever done this before though, where you your partner tells you tells you something that they need, but you end up getting defensive and you end up ticking off that long list of things you've done? If you're not raising your hand right now you're you're I think you might be a liar. I say with love. <laughs> so, I've done it. I think everyone's done it. I still do it when I'm not careful. This is keeping score. This is that competition thing sneaking up in another way. In this keeping score way, you've got your scorecard and it's full. So you think you're covered. Well, you're not. And once again, this competition puts you in the loser seat. If it was up to your husband, he'd rather you all ordered in a pizza. The kids went to bed slightly stinky and, you know, he got a blowjob. I talk about blowjobs a lot. Someone was mentioning to me, but <laughs> the it's really funny. The men never met, they're like, yeah, you should be talking about blowjobs. The women are always like, why do you always mention blowjobs? Um, so, you know, some of it is for the humor factor, but some of it is because they're very effective. So we can do another podcast on that. If you'd like a podcast all about blowjobs and sex and all that good stuff, I would live for you to um email me, abby at abbymedcalf.com. I'd love to hear about what you'd like to hear about. So, but I digress. So (laughs) what I'm saying is that, you know, we have these lists, we have these things that we prioritize and they generally mean nothing to the other person. They don't mean much to our partner. The things on your list are all about what you deem important and necessary. Now, I'm not saying that the things you want to do aren't important and necessary. I'm not saying that. They are real. They are worthy. I know they are. I'm saying that if, you're, if you say that your relationship is a high priority in your life, but your partner actually ends up with the leftovers of your energy, then something is wrong. If your partner is always relegated to the end of the day after all the other things are done, after all the things are done, then there's a problem if you're saying that your relationship's a priority. That's what I'm saying. And this happens over and over and there are ways to make your partner a priority that don't have to be a ton of time i do i do want to say that very clearly but i'm going i'm going to keep going with this and we can come back to that so if a strong relationship is your goal and your partner tells you they feel ignored in some way then listing all the ways you don't ignore them isn't the answer. I'm gonna say that again. <laughs> if your partner <laughs> tells you, hey, I feel neglected. I feel like you're not paying attention to me, but then you end up listing all the ways you don't, you you're missing the point. You, you know, if you're saying, well, but I but I made you dinner, or I took you out to, or I took you out to dinner, or I bought you home that gift, or I I brought home your dry cleaning, or you know, whatever it is, that's not what you should be answering to that. Your scorecard doesn't matter again to your partner. Instead, Ask your partner what they would like to see more of in the relationship. What could you do to let your partner know their priority? Reading off your list is about you being right. It's not about your partner or you being happy. And I talk a lot about this whole correct or effective thing, which I'm going to just interject right now with. It, I used to ask people, hey, do you want to be happy or right? And they would always say both. And so I stopped asking that. And so now I talk about correct or effective. It you can be correct all day long that these things need to get done that you're talking about, that, that you did do all those things. You you rubbed her feet, you made him his favorite dinner, you whatever, you bought her a gift, you uh, you know, you picked up his dry cleaning, whatever, like You could be, I'm not saying you're not correct. I'm saying it's not effective. If the other person is still feeling like it's not there, then it's not because they're trying to take advantage of you. It's not because there's some sort of crazy nut. It's because you're missing the real point of what they're saying. It's not about doing the things. It's never about doing the things. It's about how you make someone feel or how they end up feeling around you. So, So you can be right. That, oh, I did A, B, and C, and D, and you're ticking off your list, but it's not effective. They're still unhappy. Your partner's still unhappy. So what the heck are you doing? So if a strong relationship is your goal and they say they feel ignored in some way, then again, listing all these things doesn't matter. So instead, again, I would like you to ask what you would like to see more of in the relationship, right? What what could I do more of? It's amazing that so often our partners tell us what they need and we end up telling them that they're wrong. We do this all the time. I want to spend more time with you. And you answer, well, we spend tons of time together. (laughs) We did this and that and we went up here and, you know, you list all these things that you've done together. We watched TV last night together. Uh, We went out for dinner. We had a date night. You're listing all these things. And all the ways that you've spent time, but you're not listening and you're creating disconnection. This is how keeping score and making lists creates disconnection and stops you from listening in your relationship. It doesn't matter what you have or haven't done. It matters how your partner feels. So instead of listing all the things you've done or telling them why they're wrong, ask Questions. I talk about questions a lot. I'm going to talk about them again here. Your immediate response whenever you get this kind of feedback should only be one thing. One, one thing. Listen, one thing. (laughs) Ask questions and don't make statements. I talk a lot about not sacking your relationship. You've heard me do it before. I'm going to say it again. So you don't want to offer suggestions. You don't want to give advice and you don't want to criticize, right? That's sack don't sack your relationship don't offer suggestions give advice or criticize now and instead i want you to ask questions and this is a really hard thing to do so really what you're doing is not making statements so if your partner says to you hey i i you know we don't spend any time together your answer never ever is well you're wrong <laughs> or sure we spend time together you know refuting what they say that's making a statement right You want to ask questions. So, and I want you to really think about it right now, because I bet all of you have been in this position where your partner says, you know, I feel like you don't listen to me. I feel like you don't hear me. Um, I don't feel like we spend enough time together. I, I can't tell that you love me. I'm trying to think of all the things I've heard even recently from clients, but these are, right? I'm sure a lot of you are listening going, oh yeah, I got stuff like that. So when they say that, think about it. What happens is that we get defensive. We start to, we get we get scared, I should say. First thing that happens is we get scared. The fear part of our brain takes over. Oh my gosh, what is that? I'm going to be asked to do more and I'm already exhausted. Or I'm uh, I'm going to lose this person and I can't lose them. Or uh, if they're really unhappy, they're going to go have an affair. Or all the crazy, crazy, crazy that happens up in your brain, right? We say treat your mind like a dangerous neighborhood, never go in there alone. That's what I'm talking about, people. So stay, stay out of there. So they're saying this thing and then we often end up again saying well you can't feel that way because I do x y and z or you know just refuting it in whatever way and again usually listening. So but what are they really saying to you? What's really happening there? And that's what you got to get to because what's happening is they're letting you know that They somehow don't, that those things you're doing that you guys have been doing together, don't feel like together time. Don't truly feel like they're connecting. And that's when things start to really fall apart. So There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. I want you to listen like you're wrong. I know. Listen as if you're wrong. Your partner's trying to communicate something and you shutting down the conversation ends with everyone feeling frustrated and distant. It does. And it ends with them, sadly, not feeling that they can come to you anymore. And once that starts, we really start to get a disconnection. So if your partner's saying, um, hey, I don't feel, um, we don't spend enough time together, the questions, questions need to come. Well, oh, I, and you can even say, gosh, I thought we were, I hear that we're not like, I hear that you don't think we are. So tell me, you have to truly be curious, truly be curious, listen, like you're wrong, not like you're right. And you're about to refute everything they say, listen, like you're wrong. Um, well, can you tell me more of what you'd like to see us doing or what are some things, or you can even give an example like, Hey, when we were spending time watching TV last night, to me, that was spending time. Clearly that wasn't to you. And be curious. Um, what, what, what was missing from that? Like, or, or what do you need to see more of, or what do you need to see less of? Uh, what would I be saying? What would I be doing to let you know that, or to let you know that, you know, we're to let you make you feel or have you feel like we're really spending quality time together. And I have had that exact thing. I had, um, a couple where the, this thing was spending time. That's why it's fresh in my mind. And, uh, she was complaining that the wife was, and he was like, we spend lots of times together. And that's what he said. He goes, we have a date night every week. We watch that. They have some TV show they were watching, you know, at night, they would like wait for each other and watch together. And he, he they had just gone on, he had a business trip and he'd invited her because she had been complaining about this. So he was like, Oh, why don't you come on the business trip? And you know, we'll have time together there. And, uh, and they were doing a date night, um, I think like every other week is what it ended up being, but they were. He was really trying to make date nights happen. He he was really trying this guy, but so he got very defensive in the session when she said they didn't. Because to him, right, he's exhausted. He's like, I'm doing all this stuff. I'm trying so hard, and you still don't feel it. You gotta be kidding me. So he started kind of going out, Well, we did this. We did that. You know, he starts giving the list. Right, we had date night. You came on the business trip. We we watched the show together, and. First of all, so that, so she did shut down. She started to shut down. And, but because it's in session, I'm there, right? So I said, wait, 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 (laughs) stop, stop the train. And I said to her, so I asked the questions because he was just making these statements and listing, right? All his wins, which weren't wins. And I did, I just asked her, "So, so these are times you spent together. What about it didn't feel like what you wanted or what do you need when you have these times? And she said the truth. She goes, you know, all of it felt, she goes, when we sit together at night watching TV, I'm exhausted and he's exhausted. And we don't say a word to each other. She goes, it doesn't feel connecting, just being in the same room. That doesn't feel connecting to me. When we uh when I went on the business trip, he had business all day, of course, which she said, I don't blame him. It was a business trip. But there was very little time left over for me. And so we did, she said we did. We had uh he made a special lunch like that Saturday or something that they had together. But other than that, it was squeezing in time around his stuff. And he he actually was very sweet. He had like scheduled her a massage and he had done these things to try to give her things to do during the day that were fun when he was away. I mean, he really was putting in effort. So you can see why he was so frustrated, right? Because he was doing all these things and she was still saying, I don't feel connected to you. Because for her, what she wanted was for them to really talk, to talk about their day, to talk about, you know, uh, what they each were feeling, to plan, you know, hey, what, what do we want to do on vacation? To to just have some rich, conver- richer conversations. And so she was able to point out when they had gone on their last date night, um, they had gone, they didn't go to a movie and instead they had gone to dinner and went for a walk afterwards. And she loved that. She said it felt really connecting. They were talking. They were, you know, at, like they had like a whole few hours of sort of back and forth. And You know, and he actually could really listen to that and hear it. Uh, which was good, and we had a really good session around it. But can you see? And you're doing this right now. I promise. There's th- and you're feeling you're li- you're listening right now. Going, Abby, I do that all the time. I feel that way. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying so hard, and yet they're telling me it's not enough. So what we end up thinking is, oh, you're telling me I'm not good enough. I can never do enough for you. You're always moving the target or whatever it might be. Now sometimes that does happen. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes the target gets moved, and you can't do enough. But that's not actually the usual. The usual is to really find out if you can to dig deep, to, to kind of uncover a layer and to ask these questions. You might even ask, can you give me one or two specifics about when I've done the thing you say I did or that I didn't do or whatever, you know, can you give me or specific examples of what you would like to see or anything like that? Um, you can say something like if you knew i prioritized you what kinds of things would i be saying or doing that's a good one what kinds of things would i be saying if you know i prioritize you what kinds of things would i be doing and make them give you specifics specific things and again listen like you're wrong don't be in your head going yeah but i did that but i did that but i did that because that's for another conversation or it's even another question cuz you can say okay i want to drill down on this a little bit you said that one of the so i hear you that one of the ways you would feel more prioritized is if we I made special time to be with you. Um so in my head I have done that, you know, I don't know, Tuesday I called from work, you know, Thursday I stopped cooking dinner when you came home and I spent time with you, whatever, you know. And so then you have to, it's and it's important, these conversations. So again, have them like a real, like you're curious. You really want to find out what this is. You don't, you're not trying to be right. You're really not. And, and if you are, you're gonna get screwed because they're gonna pick up on it and everyone's gonna get defensive and angry. It's not gonna work. But if you're truly curious, like, wow, how come I'm doing all this stuff? But this person doesn't feel it, you want to go that section that's that bit deeper, right? That layer of the onion deeper. And then your person can say, Well, yeah, you know, sometimes people go, yeah, you know, you have done those things. You know, I really haven't been noticing them and I need to notice them more. So let's make sure that we um, talk about that. I actually had one couple where the the wife has to say to the husband, I'm doing something nice for you now, (laughs) because he was saying that she never did anything nice for him. And so, and she was like, I do tons of nice things because he wasn't thinking of so many things she was doing as nice things. He, He was not noticing them. Um, like she would always make sure that they, were, it sounds silly, but they lived in Seattle and she always was making sure that he had an umbrella in his car, rain boot, like th- rain gear. She was always like, cause he'd bring it in the house, right? He'd bring his you know umbrella in the house or the rain boots or whatever. And she was it, like, she just kind of quietly did this thing where she would always make sure they were back in the car for him because he would always forget. And, but and so I said to her, start pointing that out. He's not seeing it. He's not noticing it. So, and and, that, and again, if you point it out in a nice way, in a loving way, just to kind of raise the awareness, it's great. But, and in that case, actually, I'll go back to that couple. He said, you know, it that is really nice. You're right. And- what I was thinking of wasn't nice. I was using the wrong word. What I want more, it, what he was really looking for, was kind of more loving interchanges, uh, more touching, more more of that kind of thing. And he was using the wrong word, so it was great. So when we were able to show these examples of these nice things she did all the time, he he realized that he was using the wrong words. So no wonder she was frustrated. No wonder she was like, "Are you kidding me? I do nice stuff <laughs> every minute." So that's the beauty of these dialogues it it brings out these uncovered or subconscious beliefs or or uh, misunderstandings or misconceptions or wrong definitions or all that stuff it all comes to the surface but you have to but you have to do the rules you got to ask the questions you have to ask them with curiosity and listen like you're wrong. You you can't get into something where you're waiting to show that you do, you know, I'm right. Um, and so again, you can say that you do things, you just want to couch them in, okay, I do these things, yet you don't feel it. So talk to me more about it. Tell me more about what that would feel like for you and why this doesn't, you know, let's drill down. Why doesn't this fit? Why doesn't this match what you need? It's so great. I can't even tell you. Okay. So Really listen the next time your partner asks you for something or tells you how they're feeling. And I have got an amazing exercise to help you with this as I promised in the beginning. I'm going to be doing uh having a little exercise or a little thing you can download at the end of every podcast if you want to really get better at all this. And th- I call this the check-in exercise. And it comes from um Jack Camfield. I and he took it from somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> he gives credit to someone else in his book in one of his books. Um, but I'm giving credit to him because that's where I grabbed this from. And I've been using this one for years. And I'm gonna say it out loud, but I'm gonna have you um download this, you know, if you want to, if you're not trying to scribble it down right now. And it goes like this and it's amazing. And by the way, this works with your partner. It works with kids. It works with coworkers, bosses. I've used it at work, in work environments. It's incredible. And basically what you do is you ask the other person, like in this case, let's say that I would ask my partner, on a scale of one to 10, how am I as a partner right now? And, or you can say, how am I as a wife or how am I as a, as a father or how am I as a sister or how am I as a boss or a coworker? I mean, you can ask any role in here. I'm telling you it works. It works amazing. Uh, So on a scale of one to 10, how am I doing as a wife, let's say, and 10 being I'm a rock star wife, I'm the best wife that ever walked this earth. One, I suck at being a wife. Okay. Now I know, don't get scared because it's going to get better. So then your partner gives a response, the scale of one to 10, whatever number they give, and you just need to hear the number don't if they say 4 and you think it should be an 8 you just have to like breathe breathe through it you're you're put on your big boy or big girl pants and breathe through it when you get the number though your next question is what would it take to make it a 10 and the rule is that your this other person has to respond in the positive with no more than three things Okay. No more than three things in the positive. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by in the positive? It means your partner can't say to you, um, well, I'm giving you a four and you, cause you have to stop nagging me. That does not, that's in the negative. Stop nagging. I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so like, how do you know when you're nagging? How will I know if I'm stopping all the time? If I ask you to do something, is that nagging? You know, it's not good. So instead, it has to be in the positive. Um, I'd like you to tell me that you appreciate me more. I would like to hear the things that you like about me um, daily or more often or once a day or whatever you might say. Try to make it as measurable and quantifiable as possible. Um, I'd like you to, uh, you know make my favorite meals every day for a week. Or I'd like you to think more about what I like to eat versus the kids when you make dinner. Um I'd like you to wait and have dinner with me instead of with the kids. I'd like you to rub my feet. I'd like you now, I always say, now remember you can say no to any of the things. You can. You don't have to do them. Um believe it or not, men don't always ask for sex. Women always say this to me. Well what if you just only ask for sex? They actually usually don't. They often ask it's it's not like they never have but it's really not generally in the top things it's often other things like wanting to feel appreciated respected welcomed thought about it's usually that kind of stuff so it's sort of interesting uh and that's what you do and what's great about it is you know if you've done these things they're very they're very quantifiable you know you don't know if you don't do something you only know if you do do something <laughs> that's why it can't be in the negative so it can't be you know Stop saying X or don't do that anymore or don't do this or don't say that. It can't be any of that. It has to be what you do want, what is on the other side. Okay, so that's it. So if you would like the the that free exercise, you can go to abbymedkaff.com forward slash podcast. This is episode sixty one, and you can get a free copy. As you know, you got to put in your little email. As you know, I do not share those emails. If I already have your email, you don't have to worry. You're not going to get like forty other things. So it's easy, and uh, you. Uh, can opt out of any other future emails from me at any time. It's always in the bottom of my emails. I don't like people being on there who don't want to be there. So there's no, I'm not trying to harass you. Um, and this is a great exercise to use everywhere. And I have the wonderful little instructions for you. And that is it for today. As always, thank you for listening. I really do know you've got a lot going on and there's a lot of other places you could be. So I love, love, love that you're here with me. I There's very little I like doing more than spending this time with you guys. So. That's it. Have an awesome day, and I will talk to you next week after the TED
0: Talk. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast at www.abbymedcalf.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better?